Hello beautiful soul and welcome to Manifest With Me, Rebecca G. I'm your manifestation, meditation and mindset coach who blends equal measures of soul, strategy and a little sprinkle of science on the side. Consider me your modern day pink witch with my spiritual toolbox packed full of ideas to energize and inspire you and to put the action into the law of attraction. Let this podcast be your weekly fix because my beautiful soul, it is time to turn your vision board into a reality. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are tuning in from to listen to my gorgeous podcast, Manifest With Me, Rebecca G. I am on such a high. We've had like a few days of sunshine here in the UK. By the time this recording goes out, it's probably going to be pissing down with rain and you're all like, what are you on about? It's like winter. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a nice day today and I'm going to relish every second of sunshine that I have. And we went to the beach yesterday with my little boy and it's just those moments, isn't it? which cost nothing apart from the car park. But it's just sat there, just watching your child play blissfully. Like he was literally running in and out of the water, collecting shells. And me and Kevin were like taking it in turns to build sandcastles with him and who could build the best one. And then we were all like, just went for a walk together along the beach. It's just those moments as a family. And my husband felt the energy as well because he messaged me today and he was like, God, I had such a gorgeous day with you and Harley. So I'm so grateful for our family. And my husband was never into gratitude before. I love it when he sends me messages of gratitude because it just fills my heart full of love. It really does. And it makes me realise how how bloody lucky I am to have such a divinely beautiful family. We're all connected so, so well. And we're like every other family. We all fight and bicker and sometimes we argue and we make up quickly. But I just feel very blessed and very honoured. If you're a woman that's listening to this that doesn't have that in your life, a relationship, a family, maybe you want to be with just a partner, you don't want to have kids, whatever your preference, then please just know from me that I spent many years and I said to my husband, the last time I went to that particular beach, I lived on that road when I was single, like I used to live on the road that walked down to the beach in Bournemouth. And I said to my husband, God, I cannot tell you how many times I walked down this beach feeling sorry for myself. (laughs) And like, oh my God, I'm in my mid thirties. And am I going to meet anybody? Like, this is ridiculous. All my friends are married with kids and I'm like 35 and I haven't met anyone. And oh my God, what if I get to 40, which is like five years away? I mean, now I look back, I'm like two years after, no, sorry, a year after having that thought, I met Kev. So I'm like, how bizarre is that, that I was just having that, that insane? (laughs) It's not insane because if you're that person, then you're not insane. But you are just like a bit kind of wondering. And I was probably blocking it for a long time until I let go, until I really surrendered to like, fuck it, it's going to happen. I'm a great person. I'm a, I'm a, you know, a good person to be around. I'm reasonably attractive. I've got a great, I did have a good body in those days. I had a fantastic body. I didn't think it at the time, but I did. And I thought I've got a lot to offer someone, even if they've got children, which is who I met, then I still have a lot to offer that person. And I want to meet someone and have my own family with that person, even if he's had his own kids. And that's exact the thoughts I was having was exactly what I manifested. So be careful. Should have like been thinking, why can't I meet a billionaire who's actually all the things that my husband ticks? <laughs> and more. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Get really specific, girls, if you're doing rituals for attracting your man in. But yeah, so that was my beautiful weekend and my beautiful summer with my with my son. And it was actually really learning to surrender and take time off because I'm such a worker. This is the first time I've really not given myself a hard time of like, shit, I need to be working all the time. And like, I literally, this is how bad it was. And my, our house is really old. 
And my office is quite dark, which I really like because I love having candles and soft lighting in here. But it gets really, really dusty. Our house gets so dusty. I mean, you could dust and the next day you're like, really, have you dusted? Like even our downstairs toilet. What is that about downstairs toilets? Like I know that your dust is from like mostly our skin particles and us shedding skin. If you didn't know that, then I remember that from my nursing days. But really, there's like the three of us that live in this house. I have the odd customer that uses our toilet when they come to my clinic but like, really? Our downstairs loo is so dusty. And um, my office, so I came in my office and I was like, oh my God, there's actual cobwebs in here and there's actual dust, which is a really good sign for me because I'm like, I never work on a dirty desk. I always have to have it polished and cleaned and I pick specific crystals and scents. I have my meditation and focus spray, which I spritz around my head. Which check out my website if you haven't got this stuff. It's insane. <laughs> it's so good. I'm not just saying that because I sell it. I'm saying it because everybody that buys this spray is like, what? I can like focus for so long when I use that spray. I'm like, yeah, it's like having a cup of coffee, even better. But yeah, so my desk and my everything was just dusty. So that was like, wow, that was like the first time that's ever happened because I'm normally in here doing little bits and bobs of work, but I had a dusty desk. That was a good sign. Good sign that I'd actually surrendered and taken some time off. So I hope you did the same if you've got children and really surrendered into your summer holidays or your summer break. Your summer break, is that what you call it in America? I get lots of American and Canadian. So I've really kind of been reflecting a lot on this recently around this pressure that women face to be married and be in motherhood if that's your calling and it's something that's been on my mind for quite some time and I think really just going to the beach and you know and you have these moments of like oh my god I used to come here when I was single or things you used to do or you see an old photograph of yourself and I it's been on my mind for quite a while to, to actually talk about it on here because there's lots of people that I meet in my clinic. Some of you know that I'm also a nurse and have a, a medical and aesthetic clinic. So I meet a lot of women and a lot of them are really, they're panicking by the time they're getting towards the age of the big four O and they're thinking they should be married and have kids. And it's a topic that's been discussed and debated endlessly, I think. And I just wanted to share my perspective on it and see the more I'm uncovering, the more I'm learning about these witch wounds, the more I'm really kind of thinking, wow, how much the world has evolved since those times. But firstly, acknowledging as well that so many women are still thinking this and feeling this. And we are living today in a world where women have more opportunities, choices and freedoms than ever before. But there's still this expectation that lingers like this unwelcomed guest at a dinner table that we have this pressure. And I'm asking myself uh, just over the last few weeks of writing some more into my book about why does this pressure still exist? And it really stems from this deep-rooted tradition and these societal norms that we have, and that's for generations of women that were defined by their roles as wives or mothers. And that's perfectly fine and wonderful and beautiful for those of you that choose their path. But today, we have many people, we have a myriad of aspirations, of careers and passions to pursue. So there's no one-size-fits-all. And when it comes to these lifetime kind of timelines, women, just like men, I feel, should have the freedom to decide whether or not they want to marry and whether or not they want to have children. It's a real deeply personal choice. And there is a pressure to conform and, you know, stick to this specific schedule, which can seem really overwhelming and unfair. And it's this pressure as well for some women. Let's not forget every woman's journey is different and unique. And some women, unfortunately, can't have children that want them. And some children are born into homes that, you know, maybe didn't want them, which is so sad as well. But we've got to really think about the careers that women have, the pressure now with everything being so much more expensive. And, you know, young girls don't really have the opportunity unless, 
I don't think many women are choosing in their 20s to have kids anymore. I don't hear that very often. It's not common, is it? But would it be better? Would it be nicer if, I'm going off on a different road here, but you know, if housing was more affordable, if we did get paid more money, if there was more support for mothers to have children, maybe then flip it on the other way. Maybe there should be more support for people to find love later in life. Might Some might choose not to have children at all, and that's perfectly okay. But the key message here is, it's just choice, not autonomy. And no woman should ever feel pressured into a life path that doesn't align with her. And I've definitely been feeling recently how content I am with my family, how utterly content I am with my husband, my son, and me. In our little bubble, we call it, our little gorgeous bubble that we have. And there's a huge pressure from many people in my life, mostly clients, actually, asking why I'm not having another child and how sad that would be if Harley didn't have another baby. And that in itself is another wound of feeling this pressure to have more children. So I want to unveil a bit more of the witch wound today and talk about this historical pressure of us needing to be married definitely not by the age of 40 in those times, it would have been a lot, lot sooner. So really today's episode, I want to dive into this topic that has historical roots and it continues to cast a shadow over the lives. But let's look at why. I want to, I want to look at where I've unpicked this from. I'm getting so many light bulb moments all the time. I've actually got an app, not an app, I've got a um, notes section on my phone, which if you've got an iPhone, you will have. And I'm constantly speaking notes and then screenshotting them and then putting them in a WhatsApp group or voice noting them into my own WhatsApp group, which is just me in there in this WhatsApp group. And then I email them to myself. And then I, I've got, so I'm so scared that I'm going to lose these notes that I send them everywhere. I've got like a Word document folder. I've got a Google Drive. I'm like putting them everywhere. And I keep getting all these light bulbs about it. And, and this one really came from this, this expectation of us to have kids and be married by a certain point. And I remember being in that zone of feeling so desperately needy to meet someone because and that's why I met an absolute wrong one before Kevin and so many wrong ones before Kevin, because I was in that desperation mode. And it really is deeply connected with what I've been speaking a lot about recently and what I've been writing about in my book about the witch wound. And you might be wondering, what on earth does the witchy stuff that you're talking about have to do with marriage? Well, in centuries past and beyond us, especially during this witch trial era and the witch hunts, women who didn't conform to societal norms were targeted as witches. So these women were often single, living independently, had profound knowledge of herbs, healing and midwifery. And they, for some reason, posed a massive threat to established order. So back in those times, there were, as I'm reading many books at the moment, there was orders set out by the knights and people that were like the policemen of those times on horseback, And they were seen to anyone who was seen as a challenge for traditional roles in women's society. There was this persecution against these women. And this historical persecution has left a deep imprint on our collective psyche. And it's just created this narrative for women who are not married or who didn't conform to the expected path. They were somehow dangerous and they felt that they were unworthy. They were untrustworthy and they were even unnatural which is what this book says. So there was this fear of being labelled as a witch. You called me a witch now, I will be so proud if you shouted that at me in the street. But this was enough to pressure any woman into conforming into societal norms. And that included marriage by a certain age. So if you were in those dark times of in the witch trials, you would just quickly marry 
And how many people do we see doing that now? How many women do you know have got that witch wound where they have this, oh, I need to get married. I've got to get married. Or they just grab the first person that comes along and they don't think, is he good enough? How many fucking red flags has this dude got? Do I really need to be spoken down to like that? Is he respecting my needs? Is he supportive of me? Is Does he make me laugh? Like or th- th- some That might not be on your tick list, but making me laugh, being good in bed and being kind and considerate and caring and someone that was my busy mate who I could have banter with was up there on, you know, the tick list. But if you looked at my horrendous track history of all the frogs that I kissed before Kevin and licked the bottom of that pond, then they definitely weren't ticking all those boxes because I was in that place of conforming. I needed to be conforming to societal norms back when they did in the olden times of like this fear of being single, this fear of not being married, this fear of never ever being able to have children. I mean, I was having that fear at age 29. What the fuck? I was 41 when I had Harley. No, what I'm talking about. I was 39 when I had Harley. So like literally, what was I even thinking? But you're probably thinking this too. So if you're thinking it, you know, we've come a long way, haven't we, since those dark times, but they are, there's still this echo, I think, of this past that resonates inside of us today with this pressure to marry by a certain age. And this can be seen as a modern manifestation of this ancient witch wound. And it's just really a reminder that these societal expectations have deep historical roots and they can be incredibly hard to overcome by yourself. I get it. You you might be too... And, and by the way, it doesn't mean you need to go into a... I don't know, have therapy on this. Sometimes just the realisation today of you going, oh, fucking hell, that's me. It's essential for you listening to this to remember that you have the power to rewrite your narrative. So we can choose to challenge these outdated expectations and we can redefine what it means to be a woman in in this 21st century. Because marriage, let me tell you, is a beautiful thing. Marriage is also a very stressful thing. And marriage can teach you the the most about yourself. It can teach you the most about personal development and growth. But it's not the only path to fulfillment, by the way. Children aren't the only way to have a fulfilled life. I love my child and I love my husband. But before them, before they came along, I was I was happy. There was many moments of my life that I was fulfilled, but that part of my soul was missing. And if you don't have that feeling of that that pull to be married or that pull to have kids, then that's okay. Because every woman's journey is completely unique. There's no right age to marry. There's no right age to have kids. Obviously, our biological clock plays a part on that. But look at fucking Naomi Campbell. She just had a kid at 52. So there you go. Don't be putting yourself in there in that box of, oh my God, I've just turned 40 and I haven't had kids because you could have a kid at 48 and it could be healthy and fine and beautiful and you could have a beautiful family and you could have waited that long because it was right. So we have to honour this this part that happened to women in history and just really honour these women really who have defied societal norms, honour these women who back in those times, were paving the way to our freedom today. And I want to just take today to celebrate the diversity of choices and paths that women can take. Think how many jobs we can go for. Think how many, think think now, if, if you're someone who is working, I know it's a struggle, don't get me wrong, I know it is a struggle. And if you're on a single parent wage, my God, it must be even more stressful. But we have the choice to do that. So I want to take today to empower each one of you, empower each one of you, even if you are already in a relationship, just to live authentically, free from these constraints of our past. 
And I think together we can heal these wounds. We can start to create a more inclusive, accepting world for every woman and what they choose. And if you're a single Pringle, I want you to now place your hands on your heart and I want you to connect your soul and connect your heart in your hands. So just place one hand if you're not driving. If you're driving, you can do one-handed. We can all drive one-handed, come on. We can multitask, we're women. And I'm going to play this incredible music. It's probably illegal for me to do this, but hey, I'm a rule breaker. This is by a woman called Chantress Seba. Chantress, as you would spell it, and then S-E-B-A. Look her up on YouTube. I don't think this woman is releasing music. I don't know why. I need to feel like I need to shout about her from all over. Whenever I listen to her music, I cry. But like, it's it's just helping me release stuff from my body. So take your hand on your beating heart. Feel it full of love. If you're in a relationship already, you can still do this exercise because you can send love out to your partner. If your partner has passed on the other side and you want to do that, then and that's not too painful for you, then do that. Or if you're ready to step into a new relationship, then I want you to send either the colour green, pink or red, whichever you feel drawn to. Send that colour and then add some sparkles, little hearts, maybe some roses some flowers from your heart in that colour out to the universe, to the planet out to Mother Earth, and then to your soulmate. If you don't think this exists, then just try this exercise. (laughs) I used to do this all the time. Sending love out to my husband who I'd never even met yet. So if you don't think it's your existing partner that you're with, then send it out to someone that you deserve to be with. Because we all, my darling, deserve to be with someone who lights our soul on fire. And we all have someone waiting for us, but it's only when we shake our soul up and we connect with our body and we connect with ourselves and we realise we are made for so much more. We are made for love. That's what life's all about. Those free moments, connecting with someone, with someone beautiful. But equally, if you're someone that's like, fuck that, I don't want to be with someone ever again, then just send it back to yourself. Send it out to the planet, animals, people that you love. You can still do this. So take your hand on your heart, take a deep breath in. And just send that beautiful colour out and just listen to this incredibly beautiful music.
felt that I hope you felt the energy this my god that song does something to me I was just sat here playing it to you and just almost crying my eyes out with joy with so much love and so much joy and so much gratitude in my heart and I hope you felt that too so help me spread the word of this podcast your reviews have literally lit me up recently they've been insane and I know it's a real pain in the ass but the best way to do this is just to look at the episode that you're on now and then just keep scrolling down it'll probably show you like four or five episodes beneath it keep going until you find the little stars and then you can leave your review underneath it so let's open up the conversation share your thoughts share your experiences because then together as a collective we can help break free from the constraints of these societal expectations and help to empower so many beautiful souls like you are right now listening to this and just to live your life authentically. I've got so much emotion in my voice, I feel like I'm going to cry speaking this out because I just know whoever's hearing this. Oh, listen to me crying. What's going on with me today? You can tell I'm due on, can't you? But I'm here to empower you, empower you all as women, break the mould and just rewrite your own fucking story. Let's do it. God, I need to write this in my book, don't I? More, more, more stuff for the book. Every time I do a podcast episode, I was like, I need to add that into the book. I don't have anything left about a mother by this point. Right, love you guys. Mwah! See you next week. Are you ready to start manifesting and raising your vibration all at your fingertips? Introducing the Sacred Souls mobile app. Imagine having all of the tools you could possibly need to manifest and raise your vibration like never before, all in the palm of your hand, wherever you are in the world. Now, this membership is for you, my darling listener. If you are a beginner to manifesting and you're not sure what to do or how to get the wheels in motion, maybe you're an old time manifester and you've just got stuck in the mud. You feel completely blocked and you're struggling to move forward. 
You might be anxious and on the edge and you're really feeling like you want to start to take control of your energy and you're wanting to really move forward with your manifestations, but you're a little bit overwhelmed trying to juggle life and you want to find a space to start looking after you. If you've been on a spiritual journey for a while, then you will be ready to take things up a notch. There is something for everybody here. So are you ready for more? More money, more abundance, more love, more everything, and most importantly, more community. This is not just any app where you're gonna be downloading things or watching videos and listening to audios. Yes, it's got all of that and beautiful workbooks within it, but you get to be part of a community and live calls and masterclasses as well. So are you ready to start creating the life of your dreams? because I am ready to do that with you. Click the link in the show notes and join me today in my sacred community and start your manifesting journey within the Sacred Souls membership. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm sending you a huge virtual squishy hug and I hope today's episode has helped giving you some inspiration, energy and a light bulb moment. So do share your light bulbs or any takeaways you've had on your socials and tag me in as I absolutely love to hear from you. So if you love to share, you are going to love my giveaway. Every month I'm running a new competition to win a large moon box packed full of crystals, candles, affirmation cards, incense, my love yourself to the moon and back journal and a real surprise of spiritual treats that change every month. So listen up if you want to win and get your hands on this because all you have to do is number one, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Number two, tag me on your socials with either a post, video or story of your top takeaway of that specific episode. Be sure to tag me in as at Rebecca Wellstead Green so that I see it and you'll be entered into my free prize draw. So from my heart to yours, lots of love to the moon and back. Have a fabulous week, beautiful. and I can't wait to spend time with you again next week. Mwah.